Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad that you're here, and thank you for listening. Today we want to talk about something that really, I think, impacts all of us, especially today, and, and today what's going on in, in our world, and that's how we deal with loss, loss of a loved one, or just loss in our life. And we know when that happens that it, it brings sadness. Tanya, I know that you've lost people in your life just as I have, and so you know what this is like, the loss. It's hard. It is hard, and regardless of whatever you're going through, I, I do believe the loss of those that we love that are so close to us hit home all the more. And it's going to hit you at, at times you don't anticipate, and it's going to feel differently every time it comes. So we want to comfort you today. In fact, today uh, would have been my mother's birthday. Today's March 27th, and she passed away almost five years ago, and it is hard. I know today's going to be a hard day for me, but when I think about things that the, the Lord wants to tell us from Scripture to comfort us, and I think about maybe what she would tell me if she were here now, you know, and to, to keep going and press on, it, it gives me comfort. In fact, let me start with a Scripture that I really feel like Jesus is trying to tell us and would tell us. It's from Matthew 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. And Tanya, I believe that. We are going to mourn the loss. But it, it is a blessing in a way. And, and it's hard to, to know why it would be a blessing. But I think that blessing is knowing that Jesus is there, no matter what we're going through to comfort us. Absolutely, Jill. And I do believe that it is in scripture that we find comfort. I know it works for me that way. I know there were specific scriptures that were read at my mother's service. And even when I read them today, they still give me comfort. Tanya, you're so right. I do find myself in the scriptures when I need some hope. And I like going into the Psalms. Those are so comforting. Let me read one. For those of you who really have been so sad, who have cried tears. I've cried those tears, you've cried those tears. Sure. That weeping. Listen to this, and this is what David wrote at a time in his life when he needed comfort. And it's from Psalm 56, verse 8. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Mm -hmm. That to me is comforting. God has collected those tears, and He knows how we are suffering. He knows our struggles, but He is the one that's going to comfort us and give us hope. He certainly is. And I just want to lend a bit of word. Maybe you've not experienced a great loss. Maybe for you, today we're talking about a, a loss of an event in your life or loss of a job or loss of a friendship or maybe you're longing for a relationship you don't have. The things we're going to talk about today should hit home with those features as well. And I want to revere your mother. I know she would be very proud of you today. And I know that she has a special message for you. And I'm excited that we're getting to celebrate her because it's very important and who you've become in Christ because of her. 
Well, thank you so much, and I really wish you could have met her. She would have really loved you and loved our friendship. So thank you for saying that, and I do want to celebrate her today. And just to encourage our listeners out there, there is still hope. We're going to share scriptures with you, and we're going to share some stories that will comfort you. So we want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, and we're so full of reverence and awe of who you are. Lord, we know that when we turn to you, that you will comfort us in ways that we cannot find in any other way except through you. So Lord, let us learn today maybe a new approach, a new scripture, something that gives us a glimpse of heaven that we can see differently and be able to grow more closely to you in this process of grief and loss because in you we have everything. Lord, we thank you that we can turn to you and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for that prayer. We just want you to know that there is still hope. I know that, again, we know what it feels like to lose someone, but we can still have hope. In the scriptures, if you turn to, to some of these scriptures that give you hope, you will see that there is. So I want to start with one that I really like, and it's from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And it's talking about having that hope even when we lose people. So let me start with chapter 4, verse 13. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as those who do not have hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by word from the Lord that we who are alive and are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. So again, those that have fallen asleep, those who are deceased and have passed away are with the Lord. And this encourages me if we keep going on here. Tanya in verse 15. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive and are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven. Imagine this, descend from heaven with a cry of a command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of a trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first, those who have departed first. And then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So, Tanya, I know that I'm going to see those that have passed before me again. And there's a promise right here. If the Lord were to come today. Yes, yes, yes. Bring them with him and, and we would all meet up in the air. Or if I were to die before the Lord comes, I'm going to be with my loved ones. There's promises there. And there's a lot of comfort in that because I know I went through a series of losing the three most important people in my world, uh, my grandparents and my mother, and it was such an emptiness for a period of time. Still is. But there's comfort in knowing I will see them again. They were Christians. They believed. 
they dedicated their lives back to Christ. And that's exciting because it's just goodbye for a little while. It's not forever. And getting to spend eternity with them, and more, more importantly, Jesus, it doesn't get any better than that. Amen, girl. It's, you're so right. And I appreciate that you said that because we live in this world and we have emotions. We have real loss. We have sadness. We have feelings where we just think sometimes we just can't go on without that person. And we truly know what that feels like. But Jesus wants us to be encouraged that we will see them again. If we are believers, if we believe in Him, we know that we are promised that eternal life. Death is swallowed up in victory, and, and that is a promise. Jesus is alive, and He has suffered, He died, He rose, so that we could know that victory. Let me share this scripture that has been big for me. It comes from John chapter 16, verse 20. Very truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. And those are actually Jesus' words. Those yes. are the the words in red. I love that. But your grief will turn to joy. Amen. And and I've found that there are times when I am grieving, and I'm grieving the loss of my loved ones. I also lost my in-laws this past year, and, and I think about them often as well, and I'm grieving their loss. wish I could see them again. And all of a sudden, I have this joy knowing that I will see them again. That death is swallowed up in victory. And even though death hurts, there's a sting of death. It does hurt. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it reminds us, God reminds us that there's no more hurt. There's no more sorrow when we have that victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know that we will see our loved ones again and that... The Lord is with us, the Lord wants the best for us, and the Lord has a heavenly dwelling for us. He does. And, you know, I, I recall an event. I looked down on my phone one day, and my son was calling, but it came up, Mom, on my phone. And for a minute, I was so excited, and I remembered, and then I thought, oh, but I had not changed the house line number, so when it came up, it still read Mom's house. So when my son called, there for a moment, I'm getting a phone call. And how exciting, you know? It's those kind of things that can catch us up off guard because I know even 10 years since my mother passed, it's been a little longer for me. There are still times when I think, oh, I need to pick up the phone and call Mom and tell her what's happened today. And I don't have that opportunity. I encourage those that are listening, though, today, you can go to them in prayer. You can let God know what's going on on your heart. And it's a way that you can feel a little bit closer to the ones you've lost. Mm -hmm. I agree that it is hard not to be able to pick up the phone and call them. And that's one of the hardest things that has hit me is I think, oh, I need to tell my mom this. And that want to pick up the phone and then I realize. But I've had some really neat things happen to me. There have been some days when I just really need to talk to her. And I can't explain how this happened, but one day I was just 
thinking about an issue and I just couldn't figure it out. I guess thinking I wish my mom was here. And then I looked down at my phone and it was like dialing someone. I think you know how sometimes we accidentally dial people. Sure. And it was dialing mom. See, I've kept her in my contacts and it was dialing her. Of course, you know, no one answered. It was, but the fact that it was dialing her. And then there are other times when I really need to talk to her and I'll look down and I'll see mom will appear on the, on the contact of my cell phone. I just feel like God gives us these moments to encourage us, to, to tell us, you know, you're, you can still think about your mother. You can still hear her voice maybe encouraging you that just thinking back to some things that she would have said to you or those loved ones that you've lost and even remembering the last words that she had said to me I will never forget she said Jill I want you to remember that when you see a butterfly when you see birds think of me I'll be in in around you because she loved butterflies she loved birds she loved nature and so Every time I see a butterfly, I think of my mom. Oh, how and cool I think is that? She knew to tell me that because she knew I would need that. Because it's in those times when I really need her that this beautiful butterfly will come and land, like right in front of me, maybe even land on me, or it would just go right in front of me. And I'm thinking, there shouldn't be a butterfly here. It's even happened in the in the winter or times, just when I least would expect it, when I'm maybe f- afraid or just need encouragement. So those, to me, are messages from heaven that God gives us. I agree, and I think it's important that we acknowledge that because while the Red Sea may not be parting for us mm-hmm. in reality, but in so many ways it is. And I think when we recognize those subtleties, it just means we're in tune with where God needs us to be at the moment. Right. I so agree with that, and we must go through this. We know that there will be trouble in this world. We, we are told that. But we are also told that don't lose heart, for I am with you, and I have overcome the world. And that's Jesus talking to us. He wants us to remember that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. You may suffer for a while, but he's going to be there with you always to comfort you. And this helps me in those, those times when I just am struggling. I also like to listen to music that maybe remind me of my mother. Do you do that? I do. Or I'll hear a song Mm -hmm. and it will make me think of her or I'll hear a hymn. Mother played beautifully both the piano and the organ. And I remember learning the hymns as a little girl because she would want to practice and I would sing maybe not so well, but it gave me an opportunity to share that. So there are certain songs that really resonate with me. So try that. I mean, just music is a way to escape and, and to go to that place and, and to, to think about those fond memories that you have. It helps me to think of the good times and the things that I think she would have told me. One such thing, if I look at the scriptures, I would think I would hear her tell me this. And it comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. I can hear her telling me this now that she knows the truth now that she's experiences. And it says, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Put on your new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. I think she would tell me, quit 
dwelling on those things that, that aren't good. Quit living in those things that bring you down. Instead, put on a new self. Live in the Spirit. You know, she before she passed, she was so close to Jesus, so filled with the Holy Spirit. I think more than I've ever seen her in her whole life when she was struggling. And she did die of cancer, so she struggled and had a lot of pain at the very end of her life. But she was so strong in her inner being. That just warms my heart. Wow. What a, what a unique way to be prepared to meet Jesus. And it's almost like she put off the old, the pain, and got past that. And just, I remember her telling me, home, I'm ready to go home. Jesus, Jesus. And she didn't mean her home where she lived here on sure. this earth. She meant her home with Jesus. And so I think she would say, keep going. Keep living in the Spirit. Don't dwell on, on the bad. Don't dwell on how you miss me. I mean, of course, our loved ones want us to, to be happy. They want us to be filled with joy, like the scripture that you read from John. And it's hard. Even though it's hard, they would not want us living every day upset and not able to go on. And I know it's hard. We're not telling you that it's not hard. But what we are telling you is there's a way out. There's a way, and the way is Jesus Christ. And He will be with you along all of those steps. Though He brings grief, He will show great compassion, for so great is His unfailing love, which comes from Lamentations chapter 3, verse 32. He's wanting you to humble yourself before God and, and say, I need help going through this. And He will give you a peace that only comes from Him. I know there were many days I, when my mom died, I truly lost a, my closest, dearest friend. She knew all the good and the bad and loved me anyway. And um, It took a period of time to get through all that. But I'm on the other side, working really hard to get my life on track so that I can be loved by God, and He loves me anyway. There is hope. There is hope on that other side. And when we focus on the love that God has for us, we can get through those hard times. What also helps me is to talk about her, you know, to talk about her with my family, you know, to think about memories or things she would have liked or places she she went or just times that were endearing to me. And, and I think they would want that. They would want us to talk about them in, well, sure. in a way that just excites us. Well, you know, I want to live in a way that would please my mother and please God and do it even more each and every day. I think another thing she would tell me, and it comes from Philippians 1.21, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I never fully understood this until I lost a loved one and realized that Christ is telling us, live. Live each day with joy. Live fulfilled. Share the hope. Spread the love. Love others. And live in Christ. Live with all that Christ has given you, even in the periods of loss. And then when you die, like your mom and my mom, there's gain. And why is there gain? Because they are living with Jesus in their heavenly home. And so we can have that joy, whether we're here on earth 
or thinking of our loved ones in heaven. But listener, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's where the real key lies. You've got to have that connection with God. You've got to be in the Word to know His promises and to know the good words that can comfort you at times when you're struggling. And it opens up your prayer life. And hopefully it will open you up to be a part of the Holy Spirit because that's one of the blessings we get. When we commit our lives to Christ, we get the Holy Spirit. It comes. That's part of the package. And you just have to be receiving of it so that you can find that hope and that peace that will carry you through your grief, regardless of what that grief is. We're talking about our mothers big today, but it could be loss of anything, loss of a relationship, a friendship, a job, an experience you have had planned and it's not coming to pass. All of those things cause us to grieve, but when we turn that grief back to God, He can react it in our lives in a way that can change us even better. He can, and He will. And when we live in Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to get through those times that are hard when we do lose someone in our life that's very dear to us. And then if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you will have gain when you die. Because we all will die. We all will. And Jesus will pilot you home to your heavenly home if you believe in Him, if you have received Him into your life, into your heart, and received all that He has given you. And that would be what my mom would say, is make sure that you know the Lord Jesus Christ and have a relationship with Him. Make sure that is certain, so that you can go to your heavenly home when that day comes. And so we're going to tell that to y'all. Be sure that you know the Lord Jesus Christ and know where you will be when it's your turn to go to your heavenly home. And these scriptures comfort me. This is the words of Jesus from John chapter 14. You were in that earlier. Let me start in chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe Mm -hmm. in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take you to myself, that where I am, you may also be. And you know the way to where I am going. So he has prepared a place for you. He will come again and take you to himself, so that where he is, you may be also. And I know he did that with my mother the day she died. I know that he took her with him and had prepared a place, a mansion with many rooms, And then he goes on to say, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. I love that you read that. That was actually scripture from my mother's service. So that really took me back to a place. But listeners, it's about our relationship with God. And we have to know Jesus to get to God. And when you're in the midst of your worst place, Jesus is the one I want to be clinging to because He's the one that can see me out of it. No matter what stage of grief you're in, whether this is new or ongoing, 
I know people who have lost the unthinkable, lost their spouse, lost a child, lost both. Losing a parent's hard. I can't imagine losing a child. I've not had to experience that. But there is comfort always. Spending time with Jesus. Spending time letting Him feel what you feel because He does. He does. He knows what you're going through. In fact, Jesus has wept. He knew what death was like. He tasted death. And He tasted death for us so that we could have everlasting life. So we would know the joy of the Holy Spirit, the joy of Jesus right here, right now, as we live. To live is Christ. And that we would also know to die is gain because we would gain that eternal life and that place in the heavenlies, that heavenly home that He's prepared for each of us who have a relationship with Him. So listener, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you say for me to live as Christ and to die as gain? Think about it. Are those words real in your life? It's time. It's time to embrace Jesus Christ. He's been waiting for you. He's prepared a place for you. So know that He is the way, the truth, and the life. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank You for comforting us. Lord, we are comforted by Your words. We're comforted by Your love. We know that our loved ones are with You, and that comforts us. We can go on each and every day knowing that, knowing that they're at their place with You. So, Lord, let us continue doing what you've called us to do while we're here on earth. It's okay to weep. It's okay to be sad. But, Lord, we want to press on with joy, knowing that there's more in this life that you're trying to show us while we're here. There's more lives to touch. There's more people to meet. There's more love to give. So let us do that. Let us walk in love the way you have called us to. And, Lord, let us remember these messages from heaven that you give us and remember our loved ones, things that they told us, people that talk about them and and encourage us with their words about how they impacted them. But Lord, let us not lose heart, but just to continue believing. Believe in you, Lord, and believe that there is still hope. We praise you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. You can hear us every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, please go to realliferealpeopleradio.podbean.com. And just remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022, all rights reserved.